0: Welcome to the Prism of Torah Podcast Archive, with your host, Rabbi Asaf Prisman. This podcast features a Devatura called Objectively Realizing Hashem's Will, on Parshas Balak. Shalom to everyone. Although I'm not feeling so well, but it's important for me to try to continue the Divir Toil on Friday, so I'm, I've prepared something short about Parshas Balak. If you look carefully in Parshas Balak, the whole story with Bilam, as we know, that the king of Moab sent messengers to Bilam, the prophet of the nations, not the Jewish people, the other nations, the Goim, and requested him. He was very scared of Israel after seeing how many nations they defeated. He requested him to use the powers Hashem gave him, and that is to curse the Jewish people out, and hopefully it will have an effect. Now, if you look carefully in the Psukim throughout the Parsha, it doesn't seem that Bilam is such a horrible person. It's, maybe he wasn't the nicest person, but to call him Bilam Arasha, a wicked person, at the end of the day, it seems like he listened to, to HaKadosh Bohu every step of the way. Hashem said, don't go with the messengers Balak sent you to curse the Jewish people, so he didn't. And then when he eventually said, fine, you can go, but listen to what I said, he did that. So why is he, why is Chazal and you see Rashi also throughout the parsha, every sentence in the parsha, he deciphers in the very the most negative way you could against Bilam. Why are Chazal doing this? Rashi obviously is taking it from Chazal from the Gemaras. Why, why is it done in such a way? To answer this question, I want to share with you something my chavrusa told me, and think we can learn from it a lot. We'll begin with the background. That if you look carefully in the parsha and also in other places in Chazal, you see that there that there's a very, very strong contrast between Avram Avinu and Bila Malasha. You see it in this parsha. There's several examples. I'll just give one. That just like, (coughs) just like Avram Avinu, before he went to carry on, carry out the commandment, Hashem told him to sacrifice his only son Yitzchak. He was so happy to do a mitzvah that he said. I want to do this, I want to wake up first thing in the morning and do this. And he saddled his own donkey. Bila Marasha tried to do the same. As when he went to carry out to try to curse the Jewish people. And Hashem said to him, "Avam Avin already beat you to, to, to that idea. Then we go on. You look in Pirkei I think it's the 5th Terek Mishnah test the 19th Mishnah. It says, It says, these are the attributes of someone that's a student of Am and these are the ones, the attributes of a person that's a Talmi, the student of bilamarasha Malasha. And it goes over and over again, on and on. You see this idea of the contrast between Bilam Malasha and Am And perhaps the core idea and the root cause that they're so different is the following idea. If you look carefully, let's start off with. The Nisayun that Avram Avinu had. Hashem tested him to see if he'll take his only son and sacrifice him to him. But if you look carefully in the Pasuk, Hashem, and Rashi alludes to this later in that Parsha, we're talking about Parsha Vayera in Bereshis, it's that Hashem said to him, Bring up your son and give me a sacrifice. But he never really says that sacrifice your son to me. He says, Bring up your son. And then he says, and sacrifice uh, a sacrifice to me. But he doesn't say literally, sacrifice your son to me. Although that is indeed what Hashem wanted him to figure out that he's saying. And Avram Avinu was on a level that he was w- able to take himself out of the picture objectively. Forget about what I want. I want to do what Hashem wants. Like we, asked, we mentioned several times in the past, it's all about everything you do in life. If you keep asking yourself why you're doing it, you'll eventually get to only one of two answers. Either because this is what I want to do, or this is what Hashem wants me to do. So Rama Avinu was able to take himself out of the picture and always decipher what the Torah says, what Hashem is saying to him to do. What does Hashem want me to do when he said so and so in his commandment? And he realized, of course, Hashem really wants me to sacrifice my son. That's what he says. I know I don't want to do it because I want my son, but who cares about me? I want to do what's on Hashem. And how do I know to say this? Because you see later on in that same parsha, of Vayera, when Hashem says, stop, stop, now that I know you tried to sacrifice your son, I know you're on the highest level of Vayera Hashem, and I don't want you to do anything. I don't really want you to kill him and sacrifice him. And if you look carefully in Rashi over there, Rashi goes on to explain... The dialogue that happened between Avram Avinu and Hashem, Avram Avinu told Hashem, "What's going on? First, you tell me to sacrifice my only son, even though it looked a bit weird because you promised me I'll have a lot of offspring through this son, Yitzhak. But I understood this is what you want. Now you're telling you not to do it. What, what, what's this? What, what's happening over here?" So Hashem said, "Don't worry. I promised you. I had a covenant with you that you're going to have a lot of offspring, and that will be done. Don't worry. I promised you as well." Hashem said to him, "I never really lied to you, because I never, technically speaking, told you to sacrifice Yitzchak. I just told him, I just told you to bring him up. So here you see that Hashem on purp- purposely spoken away." That it can be interpreted either way, if to sacrifice Yitzchak or just to bring him up, and that was exactly the nisayon of Avram Avinu, and Avram Avinu was able, and that's how he lived his life, to look objectively at the commandments Hashem gave him and to do what Hashem would want him to do, and he didn't cloud his vision of what Hashem wants him to do because of his own personal warning warnings. This is exactly the opposite in contrast to Bilam. If you look carefully. In in, in Balak, Perik, Kaf, Beis, Pasuk, Yud, Beis. It says, When Bilam said, So can I go with them to curse the Jewish people? So Hashem said to him, Don't go with them. Don't go with them. You shall not invoke curse upon the people, for it is blessed. I.e., the Jewish people are blessed. They're bauch. I don't want you to curse them. Don't go with them. So, now this could be interpreted in two ways. Lo telech and don't curse the Jewish people. Now, lo tolechimahem means literally don't go with them. So one can understand that Hashem meant I don't want you to curse the Jewish people at all. Don't go with these people. And don't, I don't want you to curse. Or one can say, wait a second. Maybe Hashem would really let me curse them. Just I need more honor to do that. I need better messengers from, from uh, Balak. So that's exactly what he told them. He told them Hashem is not willing. And you see it in the Pesukim Rashi explains it. Balakum bila Babokil, Bila woke up in the morning. Balak, and he told the officers of Balak, "Go to your land for Hashem refuses to allow me to go with you." He added, "To go with you." He emphasized the point as to go with you. That's what gave Rashi the green light to explain to us, "With you, but but uh, dignitaries that are on a higher level than you. Well, yeah, I would go and curse." even though that sentence of Hashem could be interpreted in both ways. So you see in contrast to Abraham that Bilam did cloud his vision of what Hashem wants him to do based on his personal wanting. I think you, one could compare this to an idea that when the son asks the father, please, can I do so-and-so, can I have, can I have a candy, can I play with this person, can I go out until 12 at night? So the father says, no, I don't think it's a good idea. But the son keeps pushing, please, please can I go? Please just let me do this one time. So the father says, Okay, go. But deep inside his heart, the son can say, Well, it's obvious to me that my father doesn't want me to go or he can say at the end of the day, he told me to go. And how many times do we know that later on you see the father getting a bit upset that he went and the son goes, Why are you getting upset? You told me I can go. So son that will take this idea to us and try to implement it by never clarifying our vision what letson Hashem is and that we'll be able to be clear and strong enough to always perform Hashem's will good job be sure to visit our website prismoftorah.com you can contact us from the website technical support for the Prism of Torah is done for free by Eli Podcast Productions Please share this podcast with your friends and family. It can make a difference to everyone. Production was done by Ulunishmas, Lea Basiona.